All the children, <clears throat> come right on up here. <clears throat> Little ones, come right on up. Now, well, there's one rule. You have to listen. Parents, if you notice one of the children begin to act up a little bit, if you would just come get them and sit down in the front row, that would be great. <clears throat> that way everyone can hear. <clears throat> come right on up. Come on up, guys. There you go. <clears throat> if some of them sit down in the lower section, that's fine, too. Some of you uh, bigger guys, come on in. Everybody, come on in. Somebody out in the front. I'm not going to. Y'all out here, come on up, come on up, come on, come on, here you go. You got it, there you go, good job. All right, have a seat right there, right in there, that's good. All right, come on up. And if you'd rather your parents sit with you, sit right there on the front row, that's great. All right, now you got to pay attention right up this way, all right? Everybody give me your attention up this way. Now, I'm going to read to you the Christmas story. Hey, how are you doing? Good to see you tonight. Brother Bannon, you coming too? Okay. Uh, oh, okay. All right. All righty. I want to draw your attention tonight. Now, at my home, we always would get on Christmas Eve night, and we'd get the Bible like this, and we'd read the story of Christ's coming. And then we'd go sort of around the room and say, what are you thankful for? And so all of us had lots of things to be thankful for. But I want to tell you the story tonight. I'm going to read it to you, and then we're going to come back and work on it together, okay? Listen very carefully. This is Luke chapter 2, verse number 1. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Now, in the Old Testament, it said in Micah 5, 2, that Jesus had to be born in Bethlehem of Judea in order to fulfill Scripture. But he didn't live there. So God had to do something to get Joseph and Mary to bring Jesus where he could be born in Bethlehem. And so he put it on the heart of the Caesar to say, I'm going to tax everybody. Go to the place where you're born and register. There you can pay your taxes. So And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was the governor of Syria. And all the world, all of them, went to be taxed. Everyone into his own city. So, where are you from? Somebody tell me. If there was a tax like this today, where would you have to go? Where would you have to go? Oregon. Oregon. Wow. Is that a a place in America? That's a long way out there. Okay, good. All right. Mr. Turner, where were you born? Were you born? Already okay? Where were you? You're not sure? Where are you born? Where are you born? Virginia. Okay, that's good. Yes, ma'am? Virginia. There's two Virginias. North Carolina. Right here. You don't know? Maybe West Virginia. That'd be like your dad. I don't know either. All right, right here. Yes, sir. Virginia, that's great. Well, listen, that's what happened to Jesus' parents. They had to go back to West Virginia or to Oregon. That's a long ways to pay their taxes. Now, listen very carefully. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth unto Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem. Because he was of the house and lineage of David. 
to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. So Mary's just about ready to have Jesus. And she's been riding for days on a donkey. That's not fun when you're not pregnant. But boy, I tell you, it had been a rough ride. And it was so that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. The baby's coming. Not going to be long. And while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Does anybody know what swaddling clothes are? Can somebody help me with that? What are swaddling clothes? Yes, ma'am? That's correct. They're strips of clothing because Joseph and Mary were very poor. They didn't have a whole blanket to wrap Jesus in. So all they had were strips of cloth that they had collected. So they wrapped Jesus with strips of cloth to keep him warm. You see, Jesus wasn't born into a rich family. He was born into a poor family. And matter of fact, they didn't even have a place to put him, so they had to put him in a manger. Do anybody know what goes in a manger? What goes in a manger? Yes, ma'am. Animals, that's right. Food for animals. Hay, straw. Can anybody tell me other things that are in a manger? Anybody know? Yes, sir. That's right, the food that they eat, it's got flies in there. It's got maybe some mice in there. It's got all kinds of animals, maybe, maybe some raccoons. I mean, it's got all kinds of things. And my grandfather's, my grandfather's manger where all the food was, it was yucky. I can't imagine Jesus being born there. And listen, do you know why? It was for every one of us. Jesus was there for you and for me. Now listen, <clears throat> and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field. So all around Bethlehem there are sheep by flocks after flock after flock and shepherds watching them and keeping watch over their flocks by night. So it's nighttime. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were so afraid. They got scared. Anybody ever seen an angel in light? Boy, I tell you, it's scary because the angels scared the shepherds, and they weren't scared by much. Remember, they fought off lions and bears, and, and they fought off all kinds of mean animals, but the angels scared them because of their power and their glory. And so listen what happened. And the angel said unto them, Fear not be afraid. For I bring you, and listen to this, good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. So did you know the angel said, I've got good news for everybody. Everybody here, all the children on the platform. Did you know Jesus knew that you'd be on this platform today, tonight? He knew that I did it, but he does. And he said, this angel, I've got good news for all of you. Now listen, Unto you is born this day in the city of David, which is Bethlehem, a Savior. Now, can somebody tell me what a Savior is? 
Can somebody tell me what a Savior is? Yes, ma'am. Someone that saves you. Isn't that rocket science? That's great. That's exactly what it is. It's someone that keeps you from having to go to hell to pay for your own sin and is willing to take you to heaven with him. That is a Savior. Listen very carefully. And he says, and this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Now, do you understand that a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes was different? Because apparently everybody had at least one blanket to wrap a new little baby in, but not Mary and Joseph. So they said, look, the angel said, you're going to go and see this Jesus and he's going to be wrapped in swaddling clothes, all kinds of different colors of cloth wrapped around him, and that's the way you'll know Jesus. Wow. So listen. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts. So the heavens lit up. There were angels everywhere. Now, I wished I could have seen this. I wish all of us could sing this because we would never be the same if we saw all the angels in heaven. And listen what happened. And they were saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away, the shepherds said one to another, let's go into Bethlehem and see this thing which the Lord hath made known to us. Let's go there and see it. So they all got together, and they went to the manger. Now, do you know how they found the manger? It's in a stable. A town didn't have too many stables. So they went to the stable, and there they found him, Jesus Christ. And he was wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying right there in a manger. It doesn't say if he was crying. It just says he was there. Now listen very carefully. And they, when they heard it, wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. The shepherds left and told everybody, we saw the Savior. We saw the Messiah. Now, I want you to listen, and I'm going to finish. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising the Lord. Now, the angel said, I want to tell you three things. Let's very clear what they are. He said, I bring you good tidings. Somebody tell me what good tidings are. Do you know what they are? What are good tidings? Yes, ma'am? Good news. I got good news for you. Now, in a few minutes, I've got good news for all of you. I've got something for you tonight. Something I think you're going to like. But this angel was saying, I've got good news for you. You can all go to heaven. Jesus wants everybody to go to heaven with him. Good news. Now, do you have to understand this? In the Old Testament, regularly they would have to offer a lamb or a turtle dove as a sacrifice to wash away their sin. But they were expecting the perfect lamb, which was Jesus Christ, to wash away all sins. They were waiting on him. Now, anybody here ever got surprised? Oh, man, can you imagine Jesus showing up and they're all surprised. They didn't realize he was coming that day. And so it was good news that Jesus was going to come and pay their debt of sin. He was born in a manger for them. And not only does it say it's good news, listen to this. 
He said, not only is it good news, but it's going to bring great joy. Now, I don't know if you can understand it all yet. Many of you can. But to go to heaven would be the greatest joy I know for everybody to go to heaven. Now, Jesus wants everybody in this room to go to heaven. But he can't, he doesn't want to make us. So he gives you a choice. That's the good news, and it brings great joy. When you trust Christ as Savior, I, I was a teenage boy. I was sitting in a service just like this, and the invitation was given, and I walked to the front and met the pastor, and I said, I want to be saved. And that changed my life. I went to the little back room, and I got down on my knees, and I said, Jesus Christ, it's me. I don't deserve to go to heaven, but I'm sorry for my sin. Would you save me? He became my Savior that day. This angel said, a Savior is born. That day, he became my Savior. And everybody in this room, you need your Savior, Jesus Christ. And I can't get Jesus to be your Savior for you. You have to ask him yourself. You see, you have personally sinned against him. So you got to tell him you're sorry and ask him to forgive you. But he says, I promise you, I will. And then let's do this last part. It says this, unto you is good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. Somebody help me with this. Who is it can go to heaven? Can somebody tell me? Christians. Can you define Christians for me? Who all can go to heaven? Yes, ma'am? That's right. Anybody that believes in Jesus Christ and ask him to save you. Everybody can go to heaven. Now, let me ask this question. Is there anybody in, in Africa that can't go to heaven? Nope. It's for everybody. Is there anybody in, in uh, Papua New Guinea that cannot go to heaven? No. Is there anybody in any state in the union, West Virginia, Virginia, Texas, Maine, that couldn't go to heaven? No. Jesus said, everybody I'm going to die for. So that means tonight, no matter what anybody's done in this room, Jesus will forgive you and save your soul. And that's the story of Christmas. He said, don't prevent the little children from coming to me. So it's a story that's available for children. It's a story that's available for adults. It's a story that's available for teenagers. And the oldest man I've ever seen saved is 83. And you know what? They can be saved too. There is no age limit. And there is no requirement other than you come to Jesus Christ and ask him to save you. And he will. Now, tonight, I'm going to bow my head. I want everybody here to bow your head. And I'm going to ask Miss G to come up to the piano. And she's going to play a verse of invitation hymn. Let me tell you what this is about. I want to make it possible that if anybody does not know Christ as Savior, you can trust him tonight. If you'll come forward, I'll meet you at the front. I'll step down there. Children, I want you to, for the next minute or two, just bow your heads and pray that people do what Jesus wants them to do. And if you'll come, I'll get someone to take a Bible and show you how you can know for sure. And tonight, you can have eternal life settled. Lord Jesus, would you speak to hearts tonight? You're the only one that can save us. 
on this night in Bethlehem some 2,000 years ago. You came to let everyone know good news. You've arrived. And great joy, you can go to heaven. And it's available for everybody. And Lord, I pray that you'd touch hearts tonight. If there's anybody here that's never trusted you as Savior, would you help this to be the greatest night of their life? In your name we pray.